are we ready for what is to come? Good morning, Christian America. That's a question I want to pose to you this morning, this Friday morning, as we get ready to get into the weekend. I want to pose that question to you. Are you, specifically you, individually you, are you ready for what is to come? What is to come with our nation? What is to come within our community? What is to come within our churches? What is to come from the world? A lot of people have been discussing the future of Christians in this nation. Look at the world around us. Look at our country today. Look at how it reacts to Christians and Christian thought and the eternal truths that we espouse, that we carry with us. Let's talk about this morning. You're not going to want to miss this. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American Revitalization Effort. That's the Christian American Revitalization Effort effort. We seek to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. Why? Honestly, it's because of times that we see coming towards us. If you've been alive over the last four, five, 10, 12 years, you've seen the direction that the world has taken specifically against Christians, specifically against Christians here in this country, but also around the world. Persecution is nothing new to Christians. Although here in America, it has been uh, put on the back burner for quite some time because this country was founded on Christian thought. It is founded on Judeo-Christian values. It is founded under the eternal truths and the idea of Jesus's individual salvation and being free, the freedom to choose, the freedom to have uh, free will to make the independent choice to follow Christ or not to follow Christ. Those are just some of the foundations, uh, Christian foundations that this country was founded upon. While the rest of the world is not is definitely not new to Christians being persecuted here in America. If you paid attention, just you know, I, I don't have to belabor this point. Churches are being shut down. Governments at all levels are um, enforcing rules and regulations and with drastic consequences for those who do not comply. This is where, my friends, the rubber meets the road. This is where we, as a Christian American community, we as believers in Christ, we who put our lives on the line, who at least espouse that we put our lives on the line, that we put our family uh, on the line, that we put our jobs on the line, that we put our livelihoods on the line for our God. People think and they tend to wash away scripture. They tend to wash away the lessons that scripture provides us. What scripture tells us time and time and time again is that those who believe in God will face persecution, will face struggle, will face challenges by the world, by leaders in the world, by people of, of influence in the world, by the elites of the world. This time is no different than those times. 
The only difference is, is that we are alive in the, during this time and that we are going to have to make that conscious effort, that conscious decision not to bow down to the world, not to be of the world, but to be of God. We don't want to be people of the world. We want to be people of God. We don't want to be people of the flesh. We want to be people of the spirit. We don't want to succumb to the trappings that the, that the devil have for us without the world. Why do I? I don't use that lightly. I don't use the term Satan in the world, the devil in the world lightly. Scripture tells us that. Scripture tells us that the devil controls this world. Scripture says that Satan roams this world seeking those in which he can turn from God. He's going to come from the world. He's going to be in our churches. He's going to be in our pews. He's going to be in our choirs. He's going to be in our Bible studies. He's going to infiltrate us with jealousy, with anger, with vitriol, with division, with doubt, with ambition. You name it. Satan is on the attack. He will come through our governments. He will come through our institutions. He will come through our organizations. He will come in a variety of shapes, in a variety of forms. The only solution to this hatred, to this division, the only solution to the strife, to the obstacles, to the struggles of this world, the only solution to everlasting life, the only solution to the righteous path, the only solution to towards togetherness is Jesus. There's not another solution. If there was another solution, we would have already come to that solution. But while we turn away from Christ, while we turn away from God, Satan is having its due. He is having a field day across our world, across our nation. We see that. If you have two eyes and you believe in God, you see exactly what I'm talking about. So what is it? What is our responsibility? As Christians, what is our responsibility? Well, let's look to what Scripture says. Jesus says, first of all, that you have to follow him. That you have to pick up your cross. Be willing to pick up your cross. To bear the cross. The righteous cross. The cross that leads to heaven and follow it. It is two, it's two forms. It's twofold. To pick up the cross. So to recognize the struggle and go after it, embrace it, to pick it up and carry it, which isn't going to be easy, but Jesus tells you to. So we must. To pick up that cross, to pick up the struggle, to find out where you're needed in this world today, who that you love or even who that you maybe not love so much that need your help. We are called to find that struggle, to pick up that cross. And the second part of that is to what? Is to follow him, is to follow Jesus. What did he do? Did he, did he shirk his responsibility? He carried the cross as far as he could. He needed help sometimes. Simon the Cyrene, Veronica wipes his face. He fell three times. But he worked his way through all the blood, through all the struggle, through all the spitting and mocking, through all the crown of thorns, through all the bleeding. 
he worked his way up to Calvary to a place called Golgotha where they crucified him. We are called to follow Christ. Twofold, pick up your cross and follow me. What, is, what does that mean to follow Christ? It means to live as he lived, as best that we can. You, we can't, we'll never achieve what he achieved. We'll never be sinless as he was sinless, but we are called to follow his lead, to follow the example that he sets. In this life, that means one, following the commandments. When the rich man goes to Jesus and says, Rabbi, what must I do to attain eternal life? And Jesus says, why are you talking to me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you want eternal life, follow the commandments. That's what Jesus says. Follow the commandments. What are those commandments? Jesus says the greatest commandment to love God with all your heart, mind, your soul, and your strength. That's what we're here to do. We're here to inspire you to do. Seek God first and make everything that you do a reflection of him. If you, if you act each day with each word, with each gesture, as if you are a direct reflection of God's divine hand, it would make you think twice about some of the things that you do. Would you still fail? Absolutely, you'd still fail because our emotions run out of control. We are flawed people. But if we have that in our minds and say, that is my goal, my goal is to act as if I'm a direct reflection of the Lord Almighty, because you are. Jesus' second commandment, it's an important one in 2021, to love one another as you love yourself. To love one another as you love yourself. Doesn't mean love your friends. That doesn't mean love your family. It means to love everyone. When you interact with someone else, get it into your mind that they are a direct reflection of the divinity of Christ. That they too are made in the image of God. And treat them as such. Love them as such. It's not easy, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to be easy. But mark my words. It's not going to get any easier in the days ahead. Which is why it's important for us as believers in Christ. It's important for us as believers in the faith. That we not only study the word of God in private. But it's also equally as important that we study the word of God in the open, that we speak the love of God to one another, that we do not hide from our faith, that we do not run and cower in locked rooms, that we open our minds and we open our spirits to the Holy Spirit to fill us with inspiration, education, information, that we go out there with motivation and spread God's message far and wide to and fro, to our friends, to our enemies, to our neighbors, to our classmates, to our colleagues. Everywhere we go, you should be known as a follower of Christ, whether you speak about it or not. 
Your actions should reflect that. Jesus says that they would know them by their fruits. Produce good fruits. A bad tree, a bad plant will not produce good fruit. Only a good tree will produce good fruit. Think about what you've been producing. Anger and hatred on social media is not good fruit. Arguing with family and friends on the internet or through text messages, that's not good fruit. Cursing at people and shouting at the, at, at the top of your lungs, cutting people off in traffic and flipping them off, that's not good fruit. Being frustrated and full of anxiety and having desperation in our hearts because of the struggles that we are going through is not good fruit. It's not always easy to look and live on the brighter side of life. But God has made you and he's made this world and he's put us right here where we are at this point in time in history. It could be for an accident, which I don't believe, which you probably don't believe, at least you shouldn't believe, or it could be for a reason. It could be for a divine reason. It could be for a reason that you don't understand and you might not ever understand. But we have faith that that is the case. That we are here today so that we can listen to something. That we may speak something. That we may take part in something that has ramifications far down the line. Not for our own glory. Not for our own blessings although those things might come, but for the glory of God so that we produce good fruit in this world, in this life, regardless of when the world comes and attacks us. Because I'm telling you, I'm warning you that the world is on its way to attack your faith, to attack your belief. If you are in a church right now here in the United States, mark my words, there's somebody in the charge of some government uh, that is trying to close you down. If you're preaching the word of God and you're doing so correctly, if you're spreading the spirit of God and the spirit of the Lord and you're doing it intently and righteously, I promise you, I promise you, there are people out there right now that are trying to take you down. Whether you know them or, or not, they're out there trying to take you down. Satan is going to and fro inside the church and outside the church. How do we know? Look at the second chapter of Job. Second chapter of Job, right at the beginning. It says, the sons of God came to the Lord and Satan came with them. The Lord asked Satan, what have you been doing? He said, I've been roaming the world. I've been roaming the earth. What do you think he's doing? Corrupting souls. He's coming after you. He's coming after your kids. He's coming after your kids' teachers. He's coming after our society. He's coming after everything that's good. How do we stop it? How do we make our lives better? How do we help those around us? Two words, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Think about that this weekend. Think about this weekend as you go and hang out with your family and your friends. Think about what you can do starting next week. You ain't gotta wait till next week, starting today, this morning, about how you can be a part of the goodness 
of the righteousness in this community, in this world, where you live, in your neighborhood, in our nation. My friends, if we're believers, we need to tighten up. We need to tighten up. We need to band together. We need to gain confidence. We need to be strong in our faith. We need to be strong in our beliefs. Stop being divided over nonsense. We agree on 95% of the issues. All the denominations agree on about 95% of the issues. Let's unite around those issues for once. Instead of sniping at one another over this verse versus that verse, or this translation versus that translation, or this prayer versus that prayer. If we can agree what Jesus did, and he does, if we can agree that the Holy Spirit lives within us and those who choose him, then we can agree to spread goodness and good works and good fruit out into this world. And I hope that's where you're at today, because that's where I'm at today. It's, it's always darkest before the dawn. And it's not that dark yet. It'll get worse. So it's important that we that we tighten up. We tighten up ourselves and our communities today. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you like what we do here, if you like this broadcast, if you like this podcast, uh, follow us, like us, share us, uh, comment on the on the uh, on the video, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Instagram, whether it be on our YouTube channel, whether it be on Rumble. We were on Parlor. Don't even get me started. If you're on social media, you understand what's going on with Parlor. Maybe we discussed that at a, at a different time. They're trying to silence Christian voices. They're trying to silence Christian voices. I don't care about any of the politics. I care about Christ. I don't care about any of the parties. I care about Jesus. They're trying to silence the word of God. They're trying to silence pro-life. They're trying to silence religious freedom. They're trying to silence those who believe in marriage, those who believe in the family. They're trying to silence, but we'll cover that at a different time. If you like what we do here, if you support what we do here, if you want to grow in your uh, grow in your faith, if you want to grow in your uh, uh, spiritual lives and you need some help, you need some motivation, you need some encouragement, you need some baby steps, come and join us. Join the Christian American community. Comment, subscribe on our on our YouTube channel, on our Rumble channel, on um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever. But get into the Word of God, and let's strengthen our faith together. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, where we continue down our journey through the Gospel of Mark, uh, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America. <laughs>